into the culture, your campy, irreverent source for retro fun. We love 80s horror, comedy and sci-fi. We also love talking about these great films. Sometimes we stay on topic, other times not so much. So pop in a VHS tape, adjust the tracking and join in on the conversation. Hey there, everyone. Welcome to the Cult Show. Hello. Friday night. Hi. Repeat after me, or repeat with me, actually. I'm sorry. Doroi Orogato. Mr. Orogato. No? Sandra? Okay, thanks for that. (laughs) Can Sandra not hear us, or she is completely refusing to say anything? I was was just letting you have your moment. (laughs) Just letting you have. I didn't want my moment. I wanted the three of us to have our moment. Jeez. But you gotta plan these things. You can't just spring it on people. Uh, all right. Hello. How's it going? We didn't, out we didn't there? have time to work on our pronunciation. No, we didn't have time to do that. We didn't have time to rehearse. <laughs> no rehearse time of Mr. Roboto. All right, damn it. Next time. But tonight, I know why you did it though, because it's it's robots night tonight. It is. We're talking about the robots. Robots. So uh yeah, so here we are again, as always, on a Friday night. To talk all things fun, genre, pop culture, goodness. Uh, we're not in the same room yet because, as we all know, we're we're somewhat sequestered away from life <laughs> at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, hopefully we get to come together again sometime soon in our wonderful studio. It is very lonely. It is waiting for us. Oh, and so, it's haunted. Oh, and now it's haunted. That's right. I forgot about Which is that. Awesome. I just, I'm so happy it's haunted. We'll have to, we'll have to have a ghost hunting episode now in our own studio <laughs> i like I'm, it i'm so enthused you guys i'm so enthused <laughs> good better than she'll be about repeating our dore orogato mr Roboto. <laughs> so. <laughs> we'll do it again freak maybe we'll do it at the end we'll have okay you promise at the end she, yeah okay. she's, she's all again. about that ghost life not about the sticks life <laughs> right exactly yeah <laughs> no stick for her <laughs> so Anyway, uh, what are we drinking? Who's drinking what? I'm again with my Lagunitas hop water. It Your is so water. good. And it's so refreshing because it is friggin' hot and miserable. <laughs> Your hop. Explain, explain to me the hop water. So it is. Sure. It's zero alcohol. But I mean, where does it um, come from? Like, the, you, they literally just filter water through hops, or is it the, the beer it's does its thing and it's left yeah, over? Yeah, they like brew it with. Um, it's like they brew it. It's just not like fermented with alcohol. No, oh, but okay. there's like hops in it. That's like the tea I have too when I have like because it's a plant, right? Like so right. you can infuse, as Caleb said, you can brew it, emulsify it in there. Hops, Smack it and, and I love wrap hops. it up with a pancake. Okay. Oh, there's yeah. no pancake in here. That sounds exciting. <laughs> I know you wouldn't do that. <laughs> no smoking a pancake. Smoking there's a, a crate. <laughs> There's a crepe. There's a crepe. Little crepe in there. That's very French of you. You're oh, you're also French, Sandra. <laughs> All right. Actually, a little... crepe sounds really good right now. All right, Scott, get on that, will you? Get I, the I girl could, crepe. I could, I could go for a crepe. Yeah, everybody wants a crepe. We want crepe. Crepes, crepes, crepes. everyone. Everyone in the audience, crepe. Everyone in the audience, crepe. Podcast. Are we doing sweet or savory then? Shit. Maybe half and half. Sounds yeah, we'll good. share. All right. We'll share. Okay. I like it. Anyway, that's Kayla. what I'm drinking. <laughs> what are you drinking, that's what Caleb? i'm drinking that's all i know um, all right. so speaking of infusing i decided to infuse some vodka with some uh apples and cucumber 
Wow. That's so, so cute. So I will oh be doing God. a shot later. Wow. <laughs> wow. You've taken the, the fruit vegetable muddling to new heights. I'm very No muddling. Infusing. Infusing his own vodka yeah. now. You know, fucking muddling is so 2017. Who does that shit? <laughs> it's it's so two weeks ago. <laughs> Infuse it. Hello. Wow. And it's really easy to do. So I expect you guys to do the same next time. <laughs> and it looks like a child's bottle? Um, sure. <laughs> There's a little a little lid. One of the kids' lids. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I'm giving it a shot. There? If I like it, I'll I'll get a mason jar and and do the yeah bottle it. Do the yeah. real deal. Yeah. But. I'm just doing some whiskey with the ginger, uh, and then uh, a nice fresh slice of lime because Caleb, I was like, oh, Caleb likes to have fresh limes, so I'll do some lime like him. But I'm like scurvy. you said, I'm, I'm I'm two weeks behind. So, <laughs> your lime so everyone in the audience, refreshing. I hope you guys have your beverage of choice as well. Cheers to everyone. Happy Friday. Happy weekend. Cheers. Ah, That's good stuff. That is some infused vodka. How was that shot? Was it good? It's not bad. Tasted like apples and cucumber. Mm. (laughs) Apples and cucumber. All right. Good. Good for you. I'm, Maybe I can make an apple teeny with it or something. <gasps> apple teeny. All right. So what is on our agenda for this a- evening? I almost said afternoon, but we are in the evening now. <laughs> I know where I am and what I'm doing. I promise. Sure you do. <laughs> um, hey, did you guys hear about Halloween Kills getting pushed back? Of course. Yeah. Of course yeah. I heard. I don't live under a rock, Neil. <laughs> Some big... Some big news. Universal pushed that back to 2021 in October now. And Candyman, they pushed back a few weeks to slip into the old Halloween yeah. spot. So, I mean, that's I'm not good. surprised in this this COVID era. That's right. you know what's happening. But it's of yes. course like a bummer. You know, we all want our we want our horror and we want it now. <laughs> that's right. Don't damn I, it. You know, I'm. I'm happy that they are keeping it. I mean, I, I, they're, they're clearly not done also making the movie. Um, I mean, as far as post-production. So it's, I guess it's helping them at some point as well. But um, I'm glad they're not obviously going for a direct to, you know, whatever, Netflix or Apple or whatever kind of thing. And they're like Universal had done um, when COVID first hit. So <laughs> yeah, that's a good sign. So yeah. I think, as I've, we've said a thousand times, horror films must are better experienced, of course, of course, with a group and a communal experience where everyone can scream and laugh and have fun at the same time. So, yeah, I like I, that. Right? Put a yeah. stamp on that. Send Absolutely. It, send it home. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Good. So with us so far, we've got our new friend Mark. Welcome back, Mark. Thanks for being here. He is at work, so he can't drink. <laughs> I don't know why that would stop you. Doesn't stop any of us. Nope. Um, oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, Mark. Yes. <laughs> and we got Laura and Mindy. Mindy is feeling uh, is tired. So she said she's not going to be very active tonight. Uh, okay. Michael. We understand. Our buddy Michael is back with us finally. Hi, Michael. Hi, Michael. So, Mark. I know that, oh, yes. I was just going to say. Go, I ahead, go ahead. I know there's people watching who aren't in the chat, too. Okay. Wink, and wink. Visions. Visions Truth is with us again. 
Awesome. But Mark and Michael, you two should get to know each other because you're both the reverends. So this is the first time you guys have been on the same show together. (laughs) Reverend off. Reverend fight. Reverend (laughs) Reverend Mark and Reverend Michael. We'll see what like it. (laughs) We'll see what rains down from the heavens from from that one. Am I like Black Phillips Reverend? Can I be a reverend? You can, you're you're a you're a reverend for the other side. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like I totally get what you guys are doing. We're like rival football teams. <laughs> so great. There you go. Yes, yeah. you're, you're you're cross cross county rivals. Yeah. Gearing up for the big game. <laughs> ah, I love it. That's exciting. So, I'm just did you guys watch anything? Should come to me for spiritual counsel. What? Yeah. Did you watch anything? Did anyone watch anything today? <laughs> oh, I yes. I mean, this week. Busy. This week. Yes, I've been hella busy, but I did watch a little, a little bit of something. Okay, anything you want to talk about? Yes, I've continued to watch the brand new Unsolved Mysteries, and I am very happy. Um, You know what's funny though? Funny, funny story is when you watch a lot of murder documentaries and you listen to a lot of murdery podcasts, you start to like have cases repeat. And that's mm. happening to me. Um, and that's really a sign that I'm a sick person. And I need <laughs> some new fucking hobbies that don't involve real or fictional murder. <laughs> but I'm not going to, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to change. I'm not, not going to change. Nor should yeah, you. I'm, yeah. I'm, but it was funny. Even like one of them, Scott, producer Scott, he heard this one so many times that he's like, and then this is the guy who did this and did this and did this. And I'm like, you're learning. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Scott. He's just like, that's all I got. Nice. though. Scott's like this happy go lucky musical kind of guy. He just likes to watch Hello Dolly and eat French fries. And <laughs> yeah, here he is. Like, <laughs> I don't know where the French fries come from. <laughs> Whoa, whoa, whoa. I believe it was Little Shop of Horrors and Chicken and Waffles. Okay. Whoa. Oh, <laughs> clocked. And yet you were clocked. he's introduced constantly or, you know, has this, all his death and dying and Sandra's love for yeah. serial killers and jail that she wants, you know, and everything. So, but he's still there. <laughs> he right. hasn't he's ghosted you yet. Darker. I think he's a little bit darker than you all realize. <laughs> okay. I think he is too. He, yeah. he puts up a good front, though. Yeah, um, he does. I have watched many, 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 many things, uh, but I'm only going to talk about two. Um, first off, I finally watched Tigers Are Not Afraid. <gasps> oh, um, good. Holy fucking shit. Brilliant. It's so brilliant. Uh, it's so good. It's so good. Um, Those little children, I yeah. just was just so in love with them. No, they're they're, they're great. They're amazing. I, I mean, it's really not a horror movie. Uh, I, it's magical realism. I'm, I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. I like cried a little bit at the end, and uh, it's just a really, really, really good movie. So it's wow. brilliant. Shutter. Check it out. It's really yeah. good. Really good film. Yeah. So uh, and then, I love. I, I want. I would love to try and get the director on here. You know, yeah. Isa Lopez. That'd be cool to have her on. Oh my god! I'd I mean, I just have. I just think she'd be like really cool to have, you know, talk to. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I've, I've texted her a couple of times replying to something and she responds every time, which is great. Okay. But I just be funny. Maybe we could like send her this clip and like, if she wants to see me cry and I'll pass (laughs) out and I might throw up off camera because I'd be like super stoked to see her. So if you do it on camera, we'll get more viewers. 
we would get more viewers, Just, but then we get like we get in trouble again. <laughs> we'll get a mature, <laughs> we'll get a mature rating or whatever it was. They'll, they'll stab us with a mature only viewers. <laughs> anyway, so that was one, yeah. and we all. So that was the first week. one, and then yeah. the second one was I finally watched The Shining. Oh wow! So my list wow. is complete. By yourself, I'm, I'm done. I'm done. I am no longer ashamed. <laughs> what shameless is done and, until we do part two. <laughs> I feel like we need to like. Where I say I like we, I've never seen The Omen. I've never seen 2001. <laughs> how do we like even unpack The Shining? Like, what did you think? Like, it was good. Are you like? Are you on my team though? Where you're like, it's good, yeah. but it's kind it of was, loaded. It was. It was good. It's not. It's. It's. Um. How would I put it? It's very. Uh, the 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 all the good stuff went into the to the wrapping <laughs> to the ribbons yes. and the wrapping paper and and the inside so the, present of it, the present was just kind of like eh, you know but um i yeah, i enjoyed it i'm glad i saw it you know but it, it's yeah. it would it's never gonna make my top 10 or you know Maybe There's some iconic imagery, 60, but yeah, it was good. Some beautiful, it. striking, iconic imagery. I'll give it yeah. that. Okay. Wow. Well, congratulations, Caleb. Good job. Yes, welcome. <laughs> good job knocking off your list because I know I know Sandra and I probably have not made much headway. <laughs> so I know you haven't either, but that's okay. <laughs> good job. That's that's funny. Um. <laughs> You know, I don't think I watched anything worth uh, mentioning, but what I did Nothing. do, which is which is worth mentioning, is I went and got a COVID test this week. So I just thought it'd be fun to share with everyone the experience of having that device shoved up your nose and have it uh, touch the back of your eyeball. So <laughs> yeah, if anyone is if anyone is contemplating but is afraid, don't worry because it is. Well, I should say these for me, but. It is uncomfortable, but it is not painful, and it goes fairly quickly. So, uh, and we're, and we're going to find out if you have it because you have like a little cough. I had a little cough, yeah. So it's yeah. Kinda, I feel fine otherwise. I'm pretty but sure been I don't. Isolating, you're not like yep. infecting anybody while you don't know. No. So just my animals. <laughs> so just my beloved cat Jake. Just, that's fine. Just my cats and my dogs. That's it. But. Anyway, yeah, so, um, yeah, hopefully they say it's four to six days. I got done yesterday, so hopefully I'll get the all clear in a few days, and then I can get back out to the, the real world. See the I blue the sky. Fight. Yeah, get back out there. Start, yeah, punching and hitting, <laughs> <laughs> screaming, doing whatever it is I do in public. <laughs> anyway, hey, well, so exciting. guess what? 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 Because this is Robot Week. And we're going to talk the greatest robot films. Uh, before that, we decided to have the director of one of the more infamous Robot Gone Bad movies, Chopping Mall, join us and talk for about 20 minutes about that movie and maybe other films that he liked. So we're going to get him on the phone real quick. His name is Jim Wynorski. And Scott is going to dial him up. And we're going to talk to Jim for a little bit. So, Scott, if you'd be so kind. It's ringing. It's ringing. It's still ringing. Hello. Hello, Jim. This is Neil, Neil Sandra, and Caleb. Hey, Neil, how are you? Hey. Hello. Good. How are you doing tonight? How are you tonight? doing? Who, who am I talking with besides Neil? Sandra. Hello. And, Ca and Caleb. Hey, hey Hello. Sandra. How are you, how you doing? Awesome. 
Great. How are you tonight, Jim? I'm stepping out into the gazebo, so there's no All disturbing. Right. My, bir- <laughs> my bird might go go wacky if I stay there. Isn't that? Let me sit down. Oh, you does your bird talk? Is it a talking bird or just a squawking bird? Oh, it talks. Uh, it 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 talks a, a blue streak. Oh wow! It's almost like it knows what it's saying too. You know. <laughs> anyway, uh, so how are I you? I am now how sitting is, in the is... gazebo. I'm, I'm in the gazebo. I'm fine, and it's good. 150, 155 degrees today. So uh, <laughs> yes, it's fucking hot. It's ridiculous. <laughs> It is a warm one. You, you, Sandra's on your on your line of uh, thinking there, Jim. She's been complaining Fucking nonstop today. Hate it. Yes. <laughs> where are you guys located? Where are you Where are you guys located? Come on, tell me. We're in Santa Rosa. California. Yeah, Santa Rosa, Sonoma County. All right. So then you know it's 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 friggin' hot. And it is. <laughs> so Jim, real yeah, quick well, before it, we get into the movies, yeah. um, what we're just, we'd like to ask everyone: What have you been managing your time with during this COVID? fun if we can call it that when you we were all oh, stuck in our did, homes i just did i just did a week's worth of dishes <laughs> oh <you're> good <laughs> that, that had piled up you know that's and, a good one uh, i forgot about the call so uh, when the call rang i said oh i know who that is and uh <laughs> and uh, so i but i just i just put the last dish to bed about uh five minutes ago so all was good bravo and uh good job Good I'm glad timing. you didn't say and, who I'm uh, glad you didn't say who the fuck is this and forward us. <laughs> no, no, no. I, I knew who I knew who I knew who was calling at seven fifteen. So uh yeah. So yeah, I did I did the I did a week's worth of dishes. I fed the bird, fed the dog, and uh That's great. Out, actually right now. I'm in I'm in the gazebo, which is uh out in the you know, the back porch area. And yeah. it's uh it's quite nice actually out here. Oh, like a little breeze, yeah. A little, just a little breeze, and and it's and there's no bugs because we have like it's kind of curtains that keep the bugs away. And uh, oh, like a mosquito uh, net. Anyway, yes. anyway, that's what I'm. That's what I'm doing. I had a nice, enjoyable day. And uh, how about you? I would rather be there than where I am. So just hold on. I'll be right over. We'll do the interview in person. Don't let her in, Jim. She'll drink all your alcohol. So don't don't let her over. Oh, okay. Well, I have a lot, but, so uh, you'd have plenty of time. <laughs> to, to, to I love it. I love it. <laughs> All right. All right. Let's. So we'll get into it. Uh, before we called you, Jim, we let everyone know what we're doing, which is an episode on our favorite robot movies. Um, and it's no secret that one of mine is going to be Chopping Mall. So we figured, why not get Jim on the phone with us so we can maybe talk about that film a little bit. And then maybe see if there's okay. any other ones that, that you're particularly fond of. Because I know you know a lot of movies, especially those fun ones from the 50s and probably 60s that may have influenced you even possibly. So we figured we'd talk to you, get your opinion, your thoughts on those movies. Spoiler alert, it might okay. be on my list too. Oh. Yeah, spoiler alert. Okay, well, there you go. Well, I've so, been accused uh, yeah, of guess... ripping off a, a movie called Trapped um, with James Brolin. That was made in 1976 uh, about people trapped in a mall with uh, guard dogs chasing them, and it was a very good movie. But I, I had, I had, had never came into my mind when I was writing the script for Chopping Mall. But okay. a lot of people have said, "Oh, it's a, it's a takeoff on Trapped." 
which was uh, I finally saw after I made Chopping Mall, and I was impressed with it. I thought it was a very good movie, but it it didn't it it didn't influence me at all when I was writing Chopping Mall. What did influence me was a Ivan Tours movie from 1954, in uh, a 3D movie called Gog, G-O-G, and uh, and it was about uh, a scientific um, station in Arizona that went down seven levels, government-owned, you know, scientific substation, and it and it had two robots, and it was all computer controlled. And some Russian spaceship comes over over in orbit above the uh, the station and uh, sends down signals to uh, kill a lot of people. And they use the robots a lot to do that. Huh. That sounds cool. I've not seen that. Yeah, I yeah. Uh, I would say about nobody's seen it. But, you know, back <laughs> in the day, <laughs> when I was growing up, but I was like, you know, 10. and it was on New York TV a lot. It was on almost every month they ran Gog. And it was in black and white, and it, and it wasn't in 3D, but they ran it nonetheless. And um, uh, I watched it every time it was on. And uh, it was rather rather boring, but <laughs> it's the premise of a, of a computer in control of two robots you know, it was intriguing to me. Uh, and the robots were, I, when I told Robert Short to design my robots for Chopping Mall, I um, I told him about Gog, and he found it and looked at it, and he says, I can do better than this. And I said, yeah, you can, I'm sure. But that's what I was thinking when I wrote this script. And I co-wrote right. it with a good pal of mine named Steve Mitchell, and... Uh, he and I did a, a, a bang up job on that on that script. That is Agreed. a good script, no question. Mm-hmm. When you saw, I'm gonna call it the Killbot because that was the original name. But the first yeah. time you saw one actually coming at you, moving around, did you squeal with glee? Did you do a little <laughs> jig? I mean, was there any kind of? <laughs> you know, I did a little. I did a little mental jig because I, you know, I went over to see it in construction at Robert Short's. Uh, 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 laboratory and and he was he was gung-ho to, to make a uh a cool robot and one was there are three made one was a shell and one was a uh completely autonomous you know uh machine that you could control with uh with radio control and and there was there was a third one that was just like the second one, I mean the the the, the big the, the 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 autonomous one, but it had wires, and so mm. uh, that's why you never see more than two robots moving in the same shot. <laughs> but it, it it was a lot of fun, and I don't think ever anybody misses the fact that they don't see the three robots um, all move at the same time. No, that yeah, never even destroyed. occurred to me. Yeah, the yeah, shell, I mean, makes... shell was destroyed at the conclusion of the movie um, in the uh, explosion. And the other two, one was sold to a, a big collector in New York, and the other one is in the hands of Robert Short. They, they still wow. exist. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's cool. 
That's really cool. That'd be, that'd be awesome to see one of those again. Just see how it's fared. Well, I, <laughs> I, 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 still... when, I was in, when I was in New York uh, about two years ago, I stopped at this guy's house. He's a very big shopping mall fan. And, uh, you know, they had me out to there at dinner and they showed me the, the robot. And I'm, I'm sure it was shipped to them at big expense because it's a heavy motherfucker. And, uh, <laughs> but I was, I was, I was happy to see it had survived and uh, it was in the hands of somebody who really loved it, which was good. So that was, that was Vestron that sold it and made, made the money from that or did that go from no, the that was, that was sold creator. by Robert Short. Robert did. Okay. Well, good. I'm glad like you well, said good. it's good that it's, it's in someone's hands. It's a, it's a loving fan. So that's yeah. good news at least. I like that. Hey, so well, that's good. on the, this, the, I always love this about the film when I watch it every time, uh, the name of the stores, I love those little throwbacks oh, right. you have Peck, in there. Peck and Paws, of course, is a is a, a running gag about uh, uh, Sam Peckinpah. That's where they get, you know, the kind of <laughs> Peckinpah is the kind of, of uh, gun shop that Sam would would approve of. Right. Um, and <laughs> love it. Yes. <laughs> Roger's little shop of of pets was, of pets? course, in a little shop of horrors. And yep. uh, he got mad that I I spent money on that time. <laughs> but he didn't get too mad, but he got. He says, "How much did you spend on that sign?" Because it lights, yep. you know, it lit, lit up from the back and everything. I said, "I don't know what it cost." And he says, "Find out." And he found <laughs> out, and he he calls me and said, "Never, never do that again." He's such a cheap ass. Well, but you know, he, Rod, he, on, pretty... on the other hand. On the other hand, he was gung ho about making those robots. He wanted those robots to look good, and they did look good. They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and That's that a- is important. Like you said, the robots had to look good. They had to look good for this movie, or it just it just wouldn't have been the same. Yeah. I, I agree. I agree. I thought they were. For, you know, this is pre CGI. Yeah. So yeah. I had to make those robots do all kinds of things. That was that were you know, and make them physically imposing and and menacing pre-CGI. You know, if I did it right. today, I'd have things, fly, you know, things flying out of them and all sorts of sorts of things happening. But back then, <laughs> it, you know, it was 1985 and uh, there's no C- CGI was like seven years away. <laughs> so anyway, I had a good time making it. Um, it was a lot of fun. We we went to work usually at at uh, I don't know about eight p.m. was the call, and then we 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 waited for we you know put all our we rented a store. The Furniture King was actually where we kept our cameras and et cetera during the day. It was an, it was an empty store that was for rent, so we rented it and turned it into Furniture King, and we kept all our camera and and sound equipment in the back. And it was locked up all day, and at night we'd come at eight o'clock. We'd, we'd, you know, they'd get all the things together, and at nine o'clock the mall closed. And as soon as the mall closed, we were open to go shoot. And uh, they let us, they let us do a lot of stuff in that mall, including uh, <laughs> you know, starting that big, starting that big fire, which was, which was problematic because you know the, there was a lady in charge of the mall, and she says, "Oh, you can't do that." 
But then one <laughs> night I was shooting and, and, and I, this guy was watching and I said, uh, just who are you, sir? And he said, oh, I own them all. And I said, wonderful. And, he, and he, I said, can I start a fire down there? <laughs> and, and, he, and he said, sure you can, but make sure you, 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 you it, it looks the same in the, when, you, when you get done. So we made, a, we made a section, a plastic foam section of the floor and, and lit, the, lit the robot on fire. And uh, nothing happened. We got we burnt the we burnt the fake floor, and we put out the fire, and uh, all was good. We even had a body burn, which was kind of cool. Yeah, you did. You had a Barbara Crampton's death, the old <laughs> exploding yeah. gas can trick. <laughs> yep. That, thank yeah. you. Have a nice day. That's <laughs> And, you know, That's I right. did the voice of their, all the robots, and uh, it was fun. You know, we, we it was we were trying to make a, a big movie for kind of no money, and the fact that we had the mall gave it a great look, and the robots looked expensive for the time, right? And uh, yeah. mm-hmm. and so and and the actors were really genuinely, um, I would say, excellent. In all their roles, even though the people who died early were were very were very good, and the audience, you know, I had I I always wanted to do one of these films, but I figured if you don't know these people when they get killed, then it, it's you lose you lose your audience, and so 100%. I tried to make I tried I tried to introduce all the characters up front. So that people knew who they were before they started, you know, perishing, and uh, that worked out. And uh, you know, each of them had a different personality, and and uh, um, you know, I had a good time making it. And you know, I got to work with um, famous Roger Corman actors like you know Dick Miller, Paul Bartel, Mary Warnoff, Mel Wells from Attack of the Crab Monsters and Little Shop of Horrors. So it was. You know, all all the secondary or, or character roles, I tried to fill with the people I loved from old Roger Corman movies. Yeah, that was actually on my on my list of things to ask you about was that Dick Miller, Mary Warnock, Paul Bartel. But this, you already covered it <laughs> that they're in your movie. And that was very well, don't forget, very much don't on purpose. Mel Wells, Mel, 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 Mel Wells, Wells was, you know, Mushnick. Mel Wells was right. Mushnick in Little Mushnick. Shop of Mars, and yeah. he was in. Uh, and he was in, uh, he was the scientist, uh, um, French scientist in Attack of the Crab Monsters. So it was great having him uh, along for the ride. And, you know, Garrett Graham, who I never, I thought I'd never get, I got. I oh, know, he had that great role in the beginning. Yeah. Yeah. And again, that was a case where his, I had to have a couple of deaths prior to starting with the kids. So, Garrett came in and did a, a really nice role, and Dick Miller came in and did a really nice, nice bit too. So it was fun working with them. Yeah, Garrett from Phantom of the Paradise. We all love him. We have a question yeah. from the audience. What's that? Um, question for Jim: What was the most difficult effect to achieve, either physically or logistically? What was the most difficult effect to achieve? Well, everybody says that the head explosion must have been tough, but it wasn't. 
It was one of the easiest. I did it in ten minutes. Okay, and, <laughs> that was and it great. Was all, it was all a trick. It was a trick of editing, really. Um, right. I had a great editor uh, named Leslie Rosenthal, and before you know, and I was in touch with her every day. And she said, "You're doing the head explosion tonight." I said, "Yep." And she said, "Here's what I need. I need you to shoot the the, the live actor screaming." Then, without moving the camera, put the mannequin in and put the head in and explode it. I did. And <laughs> if you watch the movie, and if you watch the, the, the movie, the, um, she took the second frame of the explosion, not the first frame, but the second frame mm-hmm. where you, where you just see the stuff go, you know, stuff that, and she cut the second frame in with the actor screaming. And we covered it with a ray, an, an mm-hmm. optical, you know, robot laser ray. And it, it looks, you know, once he showed it to me, even without the laser ray, I said, whoa, that looks <laughs> fantastic. And I knew I had a hit with that, you know, so. I, yeah. I, but I would say for me, the most, the difficult thing to do was when the two robots come through the furniture store. Oh. Um, they had okay. to, they had to shoot laser rays, break the, break the front window, and then start coming into the, into the store together. And, and each robot was separately controlled by puppeteers. And then we had a pyro guy trying to break the glass or attempting to break the glass in unison as well. So that had to come off in a, a very uh, kind of like rote system where I had bang, 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 bang. Or it wouldn't have worked, and I didn't want to break that glass twice. So uh, <laughs> even though we had a repla- even though we had a replacement for the glass, I said, "Let's get this on the first. So we practiced a lot, and it worked out. Just no, that's great. It's a great shot. It was a, a little difficult to shoot. Was um, it was mostly you know getting the robots to do what I exactly what I wanted. Uh, and make it look like they knew exactly what they were doing without any um, falters. Getting the robots to do exactly like stop, back up, park, turn their lights off. It all, it all, it all took some practice, but when, when it was done, it looked damn good. And then when we put the sound effects on top of it, it was like, okay, good. Uh, I remember that. The, I remember that breaking the, the, the glass doors of the furniture store was the one. Oh, I think we just lost Jim. <laughs> Did we lose him? <laughs> Jim went Jim. away. Can you try him again, Scott? Say, so, so far, so good, I'm right? Good right dish. Now, please, when you hear the tone, leave your message. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, no, Jim. <laughs> Jim. We didn't get to talk about the music, Jim. We want to talk about the music. You got your Thanks 20 a lot minutes. for your questions, Scott. You made him mad. You hung up on us. Mr. <laughs> <laughs> Tim. Let's try him again. Let's see if he picks up. Come on, Jim. Maybe his phone died. When that just cut the voicemail? Yeah. Oh, I want to leave a message, Scott. <laughs> <laughs> It's the cult show. It's a cult show. <laughs> just checking out. See, I told you I should have just gone down to the gazebo. I yeah, should have so, just gone to the gazebo. This would have been a lot easier. 
I know, but <laughs> well, I wanted to talk to him about the music of the movie because I really, really enjoy the music of this uh, film by uh, Chuck uh, Chuck Serino. Um, I'm looking up because I actually have the album, the vinyl album for the soundtrack on my wall. Damn! So, so I think it's really a really cool, uh, some a great theme. So um, you can go on YouTube and, and listen to it. So I recommend you guys after the show yeah, I'm not available go listen right real quick. Please, when you hear the don't leave your message. I appreciate it. Take care and have a good day. Bye. Hey, Jim, this is Sandra, Caleb, and Neil from The Cold Show. Just Hi. calling to say thanks. We miss you. Thank you. Um, if we don't talk to you, thanks a lot for your time. We appreciate it. Yes. Have a good yeah. evening. Thank I'm not you, sure sir. what happened. Hope you're not mad at us. We love you. <laughs> We're really good at leaving messages, guys. No, we should. Hey, pay us money and we'll leave messages on your cell phone. Sure. <laughs> hey. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god but you know what he probably didn't bring the charger out to the gazebo maybe died. maybe his, maybe his bird like attacked him and took his phone from him or something holy Ooh. shit is jim okay no, it no, was no. the bird that did it maybe it was maybe the bird they, on the phone maybe, the whole time maybe the bird, it was the, oh shit the it was the bird the whole time <laughs> oh my god <laughs> jim is like shoved in the cage and the bird was doing the actual talking yeah, Ooh, and maybe they were kill birds rolling around everywhere <laughs> Oh my God! Someone go check on Jim. <laughs> Quick, thank you. What? Have a nice day. What? <laughs> yeah, oh, that's a all bummer. The, the birds and the robots are like you've talked about us for the last time, Jim. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no more of that bird seed over here, guys. <laughs> all right. Well, well anyway, we'll should we just move on then to our Absolutely. to our actual? Let's yeah. do main topic then. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Excellent. Jim. Thank you, Jim. We're sorry we cut out, but uh, we'll send you. We'll send you um, a plethora of thank you emails. <laughs> I was gonna say, are we gonna send him like a magnet or something? Where are you going with this? <laughs> I was on the cult show and I got this magnet. <laughs> <laughs> and I got a really cool message from the cult show people. Yeah. <laughs> That's you it. Keep We're that. gonna start a Patreon account, and that's one of the top tier things. <laughs> we'll just call and leave you messages. Yeah, like in the middle of the night, we'll just keep calling you and calling you. Hey, <laughs> hey, hey, are you up? You up? Are you up? What are you doing? What are you? What wait, are you what's doing? going on? What are you wearing right now? I just had the weirdest dream. I want to tell you about it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, if you go to Taco Bell, could you get me a Crunchwrap Supreme? <laughs> And bring it to me. <laughs> it made me laugh when I like flung my arm. <laughs> hey, hey, could you get me a car trap supreme? <laughs> they make a veggie vegetarian one, so I will take uh, that one. I've heard about that. They just put beans yeah. in it, right? Like black beans yeah. in it. Okay. Yeah, just no no critter. Just no Got critter. It. Yeah. But I'm sure it still gives you diarrhea either way. Whichever one you I, I think that's a so. guarantee, isn't it? Like okay, when you go check. through the drive-thru, you you're signing a nonverbal contract. <laughs> you then, are. Yeah. It's I have, will, yeah. I've never had a problem with that. Ever. Whatever. Yeah, I it's, mean I don't I don't have fast food a lot, but I I don't think I don't either, but... ever tried to kill me. No. Oh, we might have Jim back? Wow. Is Jim coming on? Jim. Hi, I'm sorry. My my cell phone ran out of power. I've been on the oh. phone all day. <laughs> Sandra, Sandra we, no, it's fine. We thought maybe no. the bird got a hold of you. We weren't sure what happened. So, well, the killbots, the killbots came in. I had, I had to uh, turn them off. So, uh, 
We knew okay. it. Anyway. We knew it. As long as you're okay. Anyway, I'm sorry. I'm That's sorry. Okay. I am okay. No it's big deal. One of those one of those things. So one of those things. Yeah. Can we talk music? Sure. Talk music. As in the score of this one the wonderful score? It is a wonderful score. Yeah. It's uh by a, a good friend of mine, Chuck Serino. It was his first it was his first score for me. And I remember going over to his his lab um and listening to the score as it was coming along and I just every time I walked into it and I saw the picture with this with the music, I said, Wow, you've you've doubled the you've you've doubled the action in this movie. And uh yeah. And he he did. It, it it that that score just kicks butt from uh, from start to finish. It does. I listened to it again today when I was kind of preparing for the show. I put it on, and I I just I love it. I really do. And you know, Jim, um, we actually had Barbara Crampton up here. She lives about forty five minutes south of us, and we had a film festival a couple of years ago, uh, and she came up, and we did a um, lifetime achievement award for her. And I actually I had to cut together like a a minute thirty you know, real for her, of her, of her, uh, roles. And I actually use that song. I use Chuck's song as the, you know, as, as the music for it. And it, it actually, it worked perfectly. Oh, it was like a good. beautiful way to frame it. So. Very yeah, good. It was great. Chuck, that, that's a great score. Uh, and Barbara, uh, I had seen in reanimator and, uh, I said, Oh, I want that girl. And, and then Kelly, I'd seen in night of the comet. And I said, you know, I want that girl. And uh, Susie Slater, I'd seen in uh, a movie called Savage Streets. Oh, and, yeah, that's, you know, that one. And, uh, Linda Blair. And, uh, she only, she only made, yeah, she only made a handful of movies, but uh, she did a good job in Chop. Carrie Emerson. She did. Uh, was the brunette. And she was a, her, the original person I had in mind for that was an actress named Deborah Blay, or Blee, and who I'd, I'd seen in a film called Beach Girls, a crown film. And uh, at the last minute, for some reason, she crapped out. And hmm. uh, so uh, Carrie was uh, my next choice, and Carrie, and I'm glad I did, actually, because Carrie did an excellent job. She did. Absolutely. She was great. Yeah, she did. Yeah. I, love, I, love the, I love all the ladies. Love all the ladies in the movie. Yeah, they're great. I mean, they're all different, and but they're all sexy in their own way. And um, as I said, the other the other people in the film were, were people you know that I had worked with or wanted to work with. Uh, Angela Ames, who who died suddenly after that movie, um, was the girl at the beginning who introduces the guy who introduces the robot. Uh, she had been in Lost Empire, my first film. And uh, so had Paul Kufos, uh, and he had been in Lost Empires. And, I, and Angus Scrim is in the movie. Um, he is in the audience. And he's in he's in the audience. And uh, and 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 so I was populating that movie with as many fun people as I could come up with. It was a, it was a lot of fun. I almost feel like that movie was just like the kind of that perfect storm of everything working out perfectly. You know, like just the, the great, the cast you got was perfect. The effects, the music, it just, you know, I mean, you pulled think, every string perfectly. That, you know, maybe, maybe that's the reason why 
maybe that's the reason why. I don't know what the reason why, but maybe that's the reason why it's become such a, you know, a favorite over the years. And um, um, I certainly get all kinds of fan letters on it. And, uh, yeah, I'm very happy that people liked it. And But I had no idea when I made it that it would last this long. And, um, you know, when I saw it last year, they ran it all, they ran it for 24 hours um, on uh, Black Friday. And <laughs> I oh. said, well, they did. They ran it for 24 hours straight. And wow. on Black Friday. Love it. Said, well, that's, oh, yeah, that's, that was on that's an, one of those. Cha- what, what channel was that that did that? I don't remember. I remember, I remember that. Oh, I know it was one of the cha- that's awesome. Yeah. I was, very, right. I was very, I was very, I was very flattered that they read <laughs> on Black Friday for 24, 24. And it's a perfect day. It's a perfect film for Black Friday. Yes, indeed. Yeah. All right. Well, Jim, I guess we don't want to keep any more, but thank you so much for okay. coming on with us. We really appreciate thank it. Thank you, Jim. Thank you so much. All right. All right. Well, you guys have a nice, pleasant weekend. And then and, uh, hopefully. Hopefully we'll get you up to Sonoma County again. Maybe you'll come up and partake in some more wonderful food and, and some beverage with us. Fly me up. I'll be there. Okay. <laughs> you guys heard it. But not till but, but not not til til after all this. Fucking mess yeah. is over. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair. Fair. <laughs> all right. All right, my friend. I'll, I'll, I'll say thank you. And uh, again, have a good weekend. Bye. You thank too. You thank you very much. Nice, nice meeting you. Oh my All god, right. he's a he's a hoot. Yeah, he's fun. Um, like I said, when he came up, we did we did a 30th anniversary screening at the Cult Film Series, and he came up for that. Uh, and he and I that spent was... you know a day and a, day and a half together, and he's he's got stories beyond stories of all those Roger Corman, uh, you know, idiosyncrasies and having them make a movie super cheap, um, <laughs> amongst the actors and everything he worked with. So yeah, yeah, that's awesome. That'd be a lot of fun. So, yeah, really yeah. huge thanks to Jim Wynorski. Thank you, Jim. We really appreciate your time. Thank you, Jim. We're, we're glad the bird didn't get you. Uh, well, or maybe that was the bird calling back. It was. I think, we all, I think we all know it was the bird. <laughs> okay. I think we, we all do. know. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, bird, Jim. All right. Sandra, take us back into the main, the main feature, the main Yeah. Event. So we are talking about our favorite or at least some of our favorite robot movies um we all picked a little handful of these who doesn't love a robot i love a robot um (laughs) and i will start us off i was a little bummed there was oh no i will not start us off i'm just kidding i don't (laughs) want to start us off um producer scott says no that that means there was (laughs) there was a lot of movies that didn't quite make my list or like that. I didn't quite get a chance to see. So maybe at some point in the future, we'll have to do like a little, little bonus, more episodes, more robots, and perhaps we shall include cyborgs. Yes. No cyborgs in this one. (laughs) No, no cyborgs were harmed. (laughs) Not because we hate them, but because we were trying to, it was just so hard. There's so many films and we wanted to narrow something down. So otherwise for me, it'd be like Robocop all day long. You know, kind of thing, but we figure take the, the human Robo-Cop. element, like yeah. the part human, part um, machine, like have it. So it has to, at some point, it has to be all machines somewhere, all something. Yeah. So, you know, so I can, would normally go first, but the fact that I'm not going first means there is a duplicate. 
Right. So that means me and somebody else have the same one. So who goes next? Caleb. Caleb take all right. Away. I'm up. Okay. So my number five is uh, a movie that uh, Mark in the chat already mentioned, and that is Bill and Ted's Bogus Journey, uh, The Evil Usses. Um, played by Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves. I forgot about um, them. <laughs> That's so great. That's such a great choice. So they are sent back in time um, to kill Bill and Ted, who are destined to become the greatest band of all time and thus creating peace and harmony throughout the universe. Um, and uh i mean it's it's a really silly stupid movie but uh 1991 yeah 91 is when this came out um which means i was 17 years old 16 going on 17 so <laughs> my 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 mentality was a little <laughs> well it's a great but, no it's a fun movie but so i've great. always i've always really liked this movie um I'm super excited about the new one that's hopefully coming out at some point in it theaters. Will, will. Hopefully at some point. Yeah. Um, but I'm I'm all about that that evil us's life. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think that's an awesome pick. Good. Yeah. Good job. I totally forgot about those two. Good job. How about you. Liam? All right. My number five. So this might surprise some people, and it might not. I don't know. Um, this is going to be 1979's The Black Hole. So it's a PG film, believe it or not. I picked a PG movie. Wow. I know. It's, it's um, on my honorable, honorable mention list. Okay. So <laughs> I re I remember this film being super young and I hadn't seen it until I rewatched it about three weeks ago. And, um, <laughs> it's, this movie, you know, we, we talked about a couple of weeks ago, Sandra, about how Disney started in that time, kind of started switching over to a little more adult type fare. Yeah, I think doing this like might some, been one of the, some kind of darker, a little yeah. bit weirder. Yeah. And this movie might have been one of the first ones they did that with, you nice. know, because it definitely had, you had uh, Ernest Borg, Borgnine, um, who was kind of ended up being kind of the backstabby kind of guy who leaves them all on the ship when he thinks it's doomed and you... You've got Anthony Perkins gets freaking shredded by the robot with his shreddy drill thing. Shreddy which doesn't bit. typically happen in a Disney film. No. Um, you know, and then and you got basically the awesome robot of uh, Maximilian, who is that dope picture you're seeing right now of the red robot with the red Cylon looking <laughs> looking lens. <laughs> um, I have not uh, seen this movie. I've got to see this. I've got yeah, to see this. It's 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 I mean, it's good because it's old school filmmaking. Sure. Um, and it's got Robert Forrester. He's one of the lead characters, so it's you know it's got a, a little more you know thing because Robert Forrester being a friend of our of the cult film series, you know, because mm -hmm. he came out for us. So it was great seeing him uh, yeah. younger and doing the lead role. Um, but yeah, that Maximilian robot kind of you know kind of solidified it for me because he was a bad robot. He was a bad guy, I'm crying. Um <laughs> but but um he was just really cool looking. Um He's and, very cool looking, but I also yeah. liked Vincent and old Bob. I mean Vincent and the, Bob, yeah. The 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 other robots. The trash can guys. <laughs> yeah. I mean <laughs> they're they're the friendly guys and they're and they're fine. Um uh Roddy McDowell voiced Vincent. He was he was uncredited on the movie, I found out. Oh, damn. 
yeah. which is interesting. So, yeah, but it's this is an all-star the cast. The movie's got like a trippy 2001 ending, like that. Basically, like the the bad guy in the movie uh, sends his uh, he becomes one with Maximilian, and then they go into the black hole, and then the good guys get sucked in, and then it's got this whole 2001 thing going on, oh. and you end up like in hell. And Maximilian's like standing on the hill with all the fire and brimstone, and you're just like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> Maybe they're so, just on anyway. Mars. You know, I guess technically <laughs> it could have been, but I, I, I really feel like they were kind of going for a hell heaven kind of thing. That was what Ooh, they were doing. This so, just got even more like, "I gotta see this." Yeah, so go take take a look at it. See if you get any of that, any of that allegorical type feeling coming from it or not. But yeah, that's my number five. Can I do my number four? Yes. So my number four pick is Pacific Rim. Um, I'm a huge fan of this little franchise. Um, I think it is so amazingly well done. I'm not like hugely well versed in mechs, mechas. Um, Producer Scott is like super into them. He knows a a lot and all the things and all the anime and everything. But um, I'm like a novice with them. But uh, this to me was just like anime, like brought to life and larger than life. Um, Beautiful, cool, weird. um, And you know, it's funny because I remember a lot of people didn't love it as much as I did when it came out, but it totally became kind of like instant cult status. And obviously they made, you know, uh, Pacific Rim Uprising and it does have a huge following, but it, it was like, it just like vaulted to like instant cult level. Yeah. Good. Good job, Pacific Rim. I love you. <laughs> and I love a kaiju really more than anything. I love it. No, I, I, I love Pacific Rim. Um, the first one, the second one, not so much, but uh, John Boyega, though. I, yeah, but it's a horrible movie. Sorry, it's not as good. It's not as good. <laughs> I don't think it's horrible. I, I no, I wouldn't say it's. I think it was horrible, but too harsh, Caleb. Too harsh. Yeah, too harsh. That's that just my opinion. Jeez, that's my opinion. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad you like it too. So, is it honorable mention for you? Uh, I didn't know we were doing Mexicans, so. <laughs> <laughs> But sure, it's on my honorable mention list. It's a good film. Enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a great movie. It was on it when I the uh, the first Blu-ray player I ever got. That was the first movie I played when Aww. I hooked it up. It was Pacific Rim. Nice. Cool. What's your number four? Uh, am I next? Okay. All right. Uh, number four for me is Short Circuit. Johnny Five. Johnny Five is still Johnny alive. Five. Um. Uh, you know, I saw this in 86 when it came out. Uh, I thought it was amazingly funny. Um, I have sent, shown it to both of my kids who agree. Um, we play the Al Jarreau song, Who's Johnny, <laughs> all the time, and they love it. Uh, I still love it. <laughs> what can you say about a cute, lovable robot that, you know, becomes sentient? After getting struck by lightning, you know. I didn't see this movie until I was an adult. And I thought it was very cute. But this is one for me that I I don't have any nostalgia or any childlike whim uh, in the game. But but he's adorable. So much nostalgia, but it still holds up. Um, I was just watching it the other day with my littlest, my five-year-old. He was laughing at 
<laughs> all the antics. Uh, it's just a wonderful little movie. Caleb, who did you say sings that song? Who's Johnny? Uh, who is it? I think I said Al Jarreau, no. but <laughs> you did. That's like, did okay. you say Al Jarreau? Like, who, who, who does El de Barge? No, El de Barge. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm just like, he said Al Jarreau. It's, it's one of the L's. <laughs> I just want to make sure. Okay, I'm like, I, I must really be tripping, man. <laughs> no, you're not tripping. <laughs> sorry. No, no, sorry. <laughs> Who's is? Santa number three. So in the comments, I just took a peek and I feel like a goddamn fool. Why did I not think of season of the witch? I know. I didn't either, Sandra. What the fuck? <laughs> I talk about that movie all the time. <laughs> I, I stand the hell out of that movie. And it didn't even cross my goddamn mind that it's a robot film. Idiot. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I digress. Okay. So we're going to skip. We're going to skip to my number three. And I'm upset. I'm upset. I'm upset. You should be. A whole episode's ruined. Um, I'm gonna, I'm just going to sign off. Um, <laughs> my number three pick is The Matrix. This is another film franchise I am a fan of in general. Um, but, of course, you can't replace the magic of the first one for me. Um, I think it's incredible. I love Keanu. Of course, he doesn't love Keanu Reeves. He's fucking national treasure. And uh, <laughs> it's, I don't know these movies are just amazing they're just amazing and they're often imitated but not as good and not as awesome sci-fi robots red pill blue pill. i mean it's so iconic it's so iconic at this point yep damn good movie yep. i like to play it the first one really loud especially that helicopter scene where it smashes in the side of the building just crank <laughs> that thing up as loud as i can break my windows Scary uh, i love that scene yeah, I love that scene. Cool, 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 cool. I'm pretty sure I damaged my son's hearing at one point doing that. So, <laughs> hey, two year old Wyatt, this watch world. this. Yeah. <laughs> Is that why he's so loud? <laughs> like, yeah, probably. <laughs> Caleb's number three. All right. My number three is the first Terminator. Uh, and I'm very specific about that because, because that is my favorite terminator because it was before arnold became arnold um <laughs> back when he no, was fun and, and that's he was and that's still important. fun back then that's important because in all the sequels then he becomes good and i don't like the good i mean i like the good ones they're fine movies but my favorite is the original because he's bad because he barely speaks you know and when he does it's kind of funny like you know you get the i'll be back and you get the fuck you asshole um all those things but uh, that that would be my my favorite. So, <laughs> yeah. So this is actually my number four pick is Terminator. Okay. The first the first movie, the first one. Yes. Yeah, so I'm, I'm <laughs> in every single way. I regurgitate what what Caleb says. It's it's got to be that's got to be Arnie when he wasn't yeah a known commodity yet, and that's the that is definitely the best Terminator. And that movie just definitely speaks to me a lot more than than the others because it's more grittier and i don't think james cameron had a freaking balloon up his ass yet making him think he <laughs> floated better and was bigger than everyone else in the world and oh james you cameron. know it was Love more relationship with him mm. yeah it's a it's become a hate hate relationship kind of thing <laughs> yeah so abyss abyss come on I mean, no, abyss in abyss is good yes yeah. 
I agree. But with see, that, again, but... he didn't. He wasn't like you know, just like Arnold wasn't Arnold yet. You know, James they weren't Cameron all they weren't Arnold all bloated, yet. full of themselves, no. and no. yeah, larger than yeah. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah. Who was that? Me, Neil number three. That'd be me. Um, <laughs> That'd be me. Okay. Oh, that rhymes. This is the movie that I'm going to say is I think the most interesting of my picks. The one I might enjoy talking about the most. And that is the film from 1990 called Hardware. Oh, God. I wanted to see this. Yeah. I, I, again, I, so I saw this in 90 when it came out. Hadn't seen it again for a long time till we decided to do this, watch it again. And I was like, man, this movie is just, God, it's, it's bizarre. It's like, um, I don't know if you guys don't know, but it's like a post apocalyptic dystopian, dystopian cyberpunk horror movie <laughs> kind of like all this weird stuff wrapped in the one about a um a, a, a government robot that basically terrorizes this woman in her apartment because her boyfriend brings the head to her as like an art piece because she's an artist because he finds Sounds it in the so desert rad. and then she Sounds puts it so in a rad. piece and then it rebuilds itself and just starts terrorizing her <laughs> um but i mean it's this movie is just like it's visual it's dirty it's grimy, you know what I mean? But it's just, but yet everything about it is just, I don't know. It's just it's a really fun, crazy film. Um, I love the visuals. It's very dark, a lot of dark reds and color and lights flashing. And then all of a sudden there'll be that scene of like this gratuitous violence kind of kicking in. And um, yeah, it's just, it's like a really grimy movie. And I, I really, Ooh. I really like it. So God, that sounds so so cool i i was so bummed it, it was it would probably make my list probably make my list probably yeah. would what, let's Sounds just put weird. it in yeah, our like honor, honorable mentions for now <laughs> yes. until we see yeah. it how's that because oh, i yes. watched i watched the trailer after you started talking about it and i was like wow this looks really cool i, I mean it really yeah. does um yeah and bizarre and it, it, it was done by the guy um richard stanley who did um he wrote the island of dr moreau the really crappy 96 one that no one liked Guilty pleasure. Okay. I do like that movie. Yes. <laughs> You're, okay, yeah, I've never person. seen it. <laughs> She's I that love, one I on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. he also did the new film, um, the uh, the Color Out of Space. What's that one? The Nick Cage one? Oh yeah, Color Out of Space. Color Space. He wrote and directed that. Yeah. Oh yep. yes, yes. Oh my god. I yeah, I gotta see this movie. Maybe we should have like a double feature night. There you go. I haven't seen that one yet either. So we're doing it. Doing it, okay. people. Hardware. Check it out, guys. Hardware. Yeah. Oh, we're on to my number two pick. This is very exciting. So my number two pick is a movie that I've mentioned here before. It is on Shudder. I highly recommend it. It's kind of a hidden gem, too. And that would be Turbo Kid. Um, <sighs> this movie is so fantastic. Have you seen it, Neil? I did. I watched it. When I told you to? Yep. <laughs> it's, um, in my que- it's in my Shudder queue. Well, okay, I don't want to spoil it, but did did you like it? No, no, it? it's okay. No. No, I don't want to because people probably haven't seen it. So, don't like spoil it, it, but just talk about it. <laughs> this, Sandra, this might be the one time I think you steered me a little off course. <laughs> you may have steered me into an iceberg on that one. No. So. <laughs> no. Iceberg! No. No, James Cameron. No. No. Um, my people. Where are my people at? Turbo Kid people. This movie. Don't listen to Neil. He's, um, he's old. I didn't he's hate jaded, it, but I. And he's crusty I, and he doesn't know what he's talking about. Um, 
I'm just kidding. I love you. You're it's across in my eyes. I couldn't see it. What was across in my eyes? <laughs> yeah, it's the, yeah, it's your illness talking. Um, this movie is a lot of fun. It's got hella throwbackish vibes. It's bizarre, post-apocalyptic wasteland feeling and lots of adventure and kooky and over the top and Michael Ironsides. Hello. Love Michael Ironside. God, Michael he's Ironside. great in this film. Yeah. Yep. Um, there's, uh, yeah, it's just, it's a super fun movie. Super, super fun movie. Yeah, Caleb, well, I, I like, hope you it, like it. Like I said, it's in my queue. I just decided to watch Tigers Are Not Afraid first. So, Well, I mean, that's, I would, <laughs> it's in apples to oranges. I couldn't, I, couldn't even I, I, I would imagine like, so. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. Sandra, don't, don't look at the chat then if you, if you're, if you're so what people saying about me, in the chat? <laughs> I don't want to say anything, but <laughs> who's next? Scott quick. Oh, number two. Oh, yeah. would you like to start or would you like me? To? Yeah, you go ahead. You go ahead. Okay. So my number two is 1979's alien. Um, what? Is it not? <laughs> oh, that's oh. fine. Okay. Uh, so Ash, played by Syrian Holm, um, died last month. Um, and this is the one that started started everything in the Alien franchise. And, uh, you know, of course, you have Lance Hendrickson and Aliens, Winona Ryder, Michael Fassbender, and, you know, all, you know, great, fine actors doing their thing. But... Um, I feel like this is the one that was most shocking because you had no idea. They, they didn't yeah. tell you. Um, and so, you know, when they start hitting him with the crowbar and his head comes off and the white stuff starts gurgling all over the place, and, yeah. um, you're like, what the? <laughs> <You know? laughs> no, it's gr- great. This was another really good pick and one that I toyed with and decided to do. It was kind of honorable mention. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, I did a Sandra on this one and kind of I combined Alien and Aliens that okay. basically pick both of these guys is because I just love Lance Hendrickson. And, uh, no, you know, and I, I do too. And I, I like Lance better and I like the movie Aliens better, but I thought I would give it to the, you know, the original. Right. So, but yeah, yeah. so I, I know I want to call them both out for the reasons, Caleb, that you said with Ian Holm and his character basically is. You know, being that he's the diabolical robot that, or android, whatever the heck you want to call him, that Ripley got never trusted one ever again because of him, basically. Right. And, you know, I do love the scene when he gets his head knocked off and he's just like, you know, right. and it's the great. Stuff squirting out everywhere. It's so and, good. You know, kind yeah, of, I mean, it's, so yeah, it's, it's really cool. And then, uh, yeah, but Lance Henriksen, I just, I don't, I wanted to give it to him. I thought he did a great job in the film and, oh, you know, absolutely. Get up to him for taking uh, nothing away from him. Can't take nothing away from Bishop. So there you there's go. Room, there's room for all of these these great. And we're not a writer. People. Hell yeah, we're not a writer. <laughs> yeah, room for everybody at the cult show table. That's right. Come on down. Yeah. <laughs> Take you to church with all of our three reverends. All right. <gasps> our Another duo. Pick. Well, that means that Caleb and I have the same same pick. Surprising no one. Yes, Star Wars. Hey. <laughs> I mean, what? I'm so proud of us, Caleb. <laughs> and we did not plan this, of course. No, no we this didn't. Is real. We didn't. Um, I mean, Caleb, what what can 
what can we say? There's so so, so let's just say minor minor all of the Star Wars droids. Not same. same. <laughs> yeah, I love a pit droid. I love BB-8. <laughs> I love C-3PO. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, look, C-3PO and R2-D2, they're like the foundation that everything is built on. You know, you say what you want about them, whether they're, you know, corny or, you know, but I love the little banter between them and, you know, the constant bickering, you know, BB-8, I feel is like a a combination of like R2-D2 and Wally. (laughs) I think I I think I am BB-8. Because I like annoy Maybe. you guys. You're like the old crusty ones, and I like annoy <laughs> you with my constant rolling about and flicking out of flame. Yeah. But you know, I mean, and my absolute favorites are, are K2SO from Rogue One, uh, voiced by Alan Tudyk, and then Brilliant. also a L337 voiced by Phoebe Waller-Kate uh, Bridge. Sorry, um, yeah. from from Solo. I love her like femin- feminist take on you know like freeing the droids brilliant oh so my good. god just so good i saw i saw myself in that droid i saw myself in that droid yes it sounds to me oh like you guys god. are naming off radio stations <laughs> <laughs> Neil, no one listens to the radio. <laughs> <That's silly. laughs> um yeah there's there's definitely there's a droid for everybody and every personality Ugh, I love them. And I love in the newest or the last of this uh, tying up this saga, this chapter of Star Wars, that C-3PO finally like got like his moment. Like, because <laughs> I love him. I call him the patron saint of worry warts. Um, yeah, brilliant. That's true. He, did. Caleb, he, went, he went all Sith on us. <laughs> Caleb, cheers. Cheers. To Star Wars. Since to you're having voice. hot water, I'll cheer you with my water. Yay. <laughs> Mm. Oh, so Neil so- <laughs> because we got cheers. magic fingers yeah. so <laughs> I have a feeling then that may I children please I have a feeling Neil Neil come closer we'll we'll talk that your number one is then my number five pick that sounds like very possible yeah that does indeed uh so why don't you start then Sandra uh it's his chopping mall chopping mall yes yay yay I saw this movie for the first time only like a couple of years ago, maybe two to four years ago. And I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very cute. I have a weird thing about, I love it on like old TV shows or books or anything where people get trapped in malls. Um, (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's like a trope I really like. So it spoke to me. Um, I don't, I love the robots. I, I love the, mall culture of the 80s i mean like i'm sure i wouldn't have liked it if i was you know living in it or anything but it's um it looks like a much sleeker big budget movie like we were talking to jim about uh, but it's also really fun and i just really like i i really like the killbots i think they're fantastic yeah i think for for an 80s film again like you said for this cheap those robots i think while you look at them and you go, oh, you know, it's an 80s robot <laughs> at the same time. I, yeah. I do think, I think they look really, I still think they look really cool, you know, and it's, 
it now there's a there's a cheese factor to the film, no question, but um it's for still sure. a yeah. very enjoyable film for me that I watch a couple times a year probably because it's short, it's easy yes. to watch. Yes. You know, um, I love the scenes in the beginning between Barbara Crampton and Kelly Maroney when they're in the pizza place. And <laughs> I mean, they're just like talking like total teenage, you know, yeah, uh, 80s bingo to each other. And right. ripping I mean, on the customers like, oh my we gosh, and done. And yes, <laughs> I do. I do. I didn't want to say like this because I don't want to sound mean. I think the robots are kind of cute. I think they're really kind of cute. <laughs> and um, I think they look great. They look sleek and all that stuff. But especially when they raise their arms in the air, it just yeah. melts my heart. It just melts my heart. I love it. And so, like, my image that I picked for Scott to put up is one where the robots are like, ah. Oh, got his their arms up. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, they're, they're, they're great. And this, um, I, mean, I mean, we talked about it already with Jim about why this movie, I think, is so cool. But, you know, again, I think it, I, it was just a perfect combination of those one of those movies where you just had the actors and the robots came out well the music is great it just all kind of came together to yes. make a great little great little robot film that i still you know enjoy today yeah <laughs> so. no it's great and i'm happy it's um i think it's on amazon prime right yes. now like streaming and yeah. i love that um people are finding it you know, like I did fairly recently, didn't grow up with it. Not one of those 80s movies for me, but I saw it and I was like, I like this quite a bit. Yeah, I, I had never seen it until we did our Dick Miller tribute, which was a year ago. Yeah. Something like that. So Probably a little yeah. bit more because it was pr- Maybe before me. It's pre-Sandra back That's in the true. dark. Pre- yeah. That's true. A year, year and a half ago. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> it was new for me as well. Yeah. Cool. Like well, yeah. I'm glad we all like it. So do we have any honorable mentions to throw in there before we go? I yeah. think I've mentioned all my honorable mentions. Oh, okay. <gasps> what? Wait, I had one. I had one. I had one. Well, cause I kept saying, Oh, that was almost, Oh, that was almost. Uh, okay. I had one though. I had one more, which is batteries not included. I love that movie. <laughs> it broke Jessica my heart Tandy. to not put them. <laughs> yes. And Hume Cronin and the cutest little robots you've ever seen in your life. Little teeny guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But weren't those actually being flown by little aliens in there? I think so. I think that's why I was like, I don't know if you're really a robot, sir. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right, Kayla, uh, what do you got? Uh, okay. Uh, in no particular order. I had Ava from Ex Machina. I don't even know if I'm saying that right. but Ex Machina, yeah. Uh, Ex Machina, yeah. Wally, my favorite Pixar movie. Oh, Wally! Uh, Beta from The Last Starfighter. Oh, sure. Um, sure, people loving that. Jinx from Space Camp. Oh, Jesus, Caleb. <laughs> You're pulling all the hard strings now. Oh. <laughs> Max and Jinx. Jinx friends friends. Forever. <laughs> <laughs> all about that. And then I already mentioned the black hole. Oh, can I Really? Can oh, I my count? God. I thought... I- I'm Jinx glad we didn't and beta. <laughs> I'm glad we didn't do TV because that would have been really hard. But my number one TV robot is definitely Cartman on South Park as Osimo. <laughs> I, I stan Osimo. God, I love Osimo. <laughs> mine, mine would have been Vicky from Small Wonder. <laughs> oh man. Um, that sure did not age got, well. I'm gonna say ones that Caleb did not say. Um, Got to throw out there if you guys never saw Saturn Three, 
take a look at Saturn 3. Crazy little film. Kirk Douglas, Farrah Fawcett, and Harvey Keitel basically takes, takes place on uh, a moon of Saturn. Um, Kirk Douglas and Farrah Fawcett are like uh, – uh, they're supposed to learn how to grow food quickly for Earth because the Earth is consuming too much. Harvey Keitel is sent out to help them with a robot. He, Harvey Keitel is weird. I think his voice is dubbed the entire movie. I'm pretty sure it's dubbed. Um, uh, and then um, I don't know, but it doesn't sound like him at all. And he builds this robot, and the robot, of course, like gets goes crazy and tries and kills people, things. Yeah. Um, and it's it's just like it's. <laughs> It's weird. Another weirdo kind of film. It's 1980 flick. Um, you get to see Kirk Douglas's butt, so you know you know where Michael Douglas gets it from. You're just like, thanks for showing us your butt. Um, Sweet. It's just as no flat as Michael Douglas's is. Literally no one, <laughs> yeah. but thank right. you. Now, now I'm watching it. Yeah, now you gotta watch it. <laughs> anyway, so check out Saturn 3. Uh, that's kind of a qu- uh, quirky one. Uh, Westworld, you gotta tip a hat to. Um, yes. A fun little one. If you guys remember Runaway with Tom Selleck, and, no. and Gene Simmons plays the bad guy. Oh my god! No, never even no? Heard of oh, okay. From Kiss. Gene Simmons from Kiss. That, yeah, he plays the bad Simmons. guy. Yeah. Yep. And, uh, <laughs> no, the other Gene Simmons. I don't know. I didn't know he acted. <laughs> yeah, the the exercised guy, Gene. Uh, <laughs> so, um, anyway, yeah, Runaway. That's a fun little '80s uh, one. It involves lots of Gene Simmons has killer robots that terrorize in the world. Nice. Um, and there's a little weird one. From the early '80s, well, called Heart Beeps, Heart Beeps, and it stars Andy Kaufman. Um, oh my god! Yeah, and it's um, it's a weird little flick where he's basically a robot who is retired, so they go sit in a warehouse, and he decides he wants to li- uh, leave. And uh, Bernadette Peters is also a robot next to him, and they both kind of like go, "Let's just leave together instead of staying here." And they basically Aww. go into the woods, and they they make a baby by building a little baby robot, and then they decide that they don't want to be. <laughs> In the woods, they wanted to go back. So then they just go back to where they were in the beginning of the movie. Um, and it's a weird, 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 weird little robot flick um, that didn't do any Sounds money. weird. Yeah. yeah. But um, heart beeps. I, I like Bernadette Peters. She and I she's, share. Yeah. She's, I, we, 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 we share the same birthday. Oh, Aww. cool. I think February 28th. She is, that, that lady's got so <laughs> much talent in her. She is so talented. She's great. I mean the Broadway that she can do, and then she's a gorgeous woman, also. So she's great. Done. Well, that was fun. Robots, everybody. Robots. Robots. Or, or, oh, or robots. Kenneth finally robots. chimed in and said, "Runaway is great." Ah, <laughs> <Thanks, Kenneth>. yay! <laughs> Good job, Kenneth. Yeah. People. All have right. So, what's going on comments. next week? Anyone? Any plans? Uh, don't you want to be a surprise? Okay, surprise it is. Yeah, surprise. Well, okay. Then let's say adios. Bye, everybody. Bye, Laura, Kenneth, Mindy, Visions, Mark, Michael. You didn't chime in, but bye, Michael. Appreciate you guys very much. Thanks for watching. The Culture is filmed before a live studio audience in Santa Rosa, California. Check out the video version of this podcast on YouTube, or find us online at theculture.com. We appreciate you listening and hope you can leave some positive comments. Thanks again and talk with you soon.
Thank you.